Netflix book club. Netflix book club. Yeah, I'm not doing this. Hey, folks, welcome to Netflix book club. My name is Dennis Rooney. I'm Stephen McDonald. Stephen, what's wrong? Stephen, tell everybody folks. folks? Yeah, I'm using folks today. You're using folks? I heard Joe Rogan use folks. Oh, God. Recently, and I said, you know what? Maybe we should take a leaf out of uh, Joe Rogan's rolling papers. Uh, Welcome to Netflix Book Club, everybody. If that's the case, then, you know, let's get all libertarian in here. Did you know that our currency isn't backed by anything? Are you Um, on DMT right this second? Absolutely. Uh, How are you doing this week, Stephen? I'm doing pretty good. Everything's okay? Yeah, I'm... uh, I'm hanging out. I had to watch this movie. That was yeah. part of it, but part of the problem. Part of the problem. Uh, but uh, no, I've been pretty good. I've been I've been cutting. <coughs> excuse me. Uh, I've been cutting a bunch of stuff, like video wise. And uh, yeah, and just so before we got started, you had me uh, run some lines. I had for, you run uh, some minis, lines for minis, and which will then, be on uh, Vert, right? That's going to be on Vert VRT. Uh, it's an app the that app. you can download, and then uh, I'm also cutting uh, right now. I I shot a movie, uh, like literally six years ago. My mom sent me a photo from the shoot that was like on the last day of shooting. She took a photo of me and this guy that was in it, who's like the only character that's in it. Um, I feel like you look ecstatic in the photo. He just looks miserable. That's how I'm imagining look, it. No, we both look happy, though. He does have like this. He he has this like wound in his stomach <laughs> that's like blood. Like, it's like bloody. It was all fake blood. But like uh, he it's like the two of us together. It was from the end of July uh, 2013. That's when I oh, wow. finished shooting the movie. Uh, I knew I had problems with the movie. Like there were some audio issues, and there was also just like I didn't have enough footage for certain parts, so I just never cut it. And then I got the job at Vice, like two months later, and then I just I lived in New York, and I just never I never cut the movie. And uh, with talking to the guys at Vert, I just I decided, oh, I could turn this into a show. Like I could cut it apart into instead of just one like forty minute movie, I could turn it into like a seven part, six seven part series. And so I started cutting that, and I got the first episode of that cut. Cool. And so that's when will that gonna, be out? Uh, that's probably going to be like... And what's the name of it? Like, uh, it's it's called A Taste of the Air. Ooh. Yeah. It's kind of artsy. It's <laughs> it's artsy sci-fi. He, I love anyone who prefaces anything with it's that. A guy, it's kind of artsy. It's a guy in an under... who's he, Him and a society of people live underground because of a virus. Okay. And then he has to leave the facility in a biohazard suit to go find out if the virus is gone. He has to go test. And uh, and it's the first time since he was... I think I Am Mother stole your idea, Steve. It's, well, it's the first time since he was a little kid that he has ever been outside. So, like, the moment that he leaves out of the hatch, it's like... Where's he, the 7-Eleven that used to be here? Well, no, he's, like, seeing trees and stuff for the first time. Yeah. And so, like, that he can remember. He can. He has, like, brief memories of, like, tree of like light th- coming through trees or well, something like that. Don't give away too like much the first now. time. Uh, 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 so, yeah, that's going to be... <laughs> that's gonna you be just told out. the whole first episode? <laughs> Check it out. It looks... I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going to watch it. Um, also, I'm a little sick, so if... I've heard you. I've heard you if coughing if a it's, little bit. If, it, if I'm raspy or coughing, I'm sorry, everybody. If I'm raspy or coughing, it's because I was doing a character that sounds like this. Don't lie. Minutes. It's because of the amount of weed you smoke. <laughs> well, that, I mean, that certainly doesn't help. Uh, if this comes out Wednesday afternoon when it should, ladies and gentlemen, I will be at the Stand uh, Comedy Club and Restaurant this evening, 9.30 show in the smaller room uh, with Lori Pometeri, Nick Griffin, a lot of other great comedians. It's uh, Lori Pometeri's podcast what, show. What date is that? Uh, October 2nd. October 2nd, 2019. October 2nd, 2019, 9.30, The Stand, right next to Union Square. Come check it out. Um, things are going well with me. I had to watch this movie, like you said. What movie did we watch this week, Stephen? We watched uh, the the seminal, uh, <laughs> the, the seminal Kevin Smith opus, uh, Tusk. Yes. Interesting story about this. Uh, so I sent you a few movies, as I usually do. Yeah. Tusk being one of them. And you hit me back. You said, oh, man, let's do Tusk. You said I, I believe f- I said, oh, fuck. I, yes, I was trying to sugarcoat it. You said, oh, fuck. And and I would like to I would like to say on the podcast, just in case you didn't understand uh, the tone of the text, it was, oh, fuck. That's how. No, I totally got it. It yeah. sounded like uh, the off oh, fuck, like the 
the losers club gives in it yeah. too when they find out like they got to go back and finish something because <laughs> that's what you told me you said i i had started this movie a while back and yeah. you shut it off like how many minutes in uh i shut it off i bet you shut it off at the same time i think yeah yeah about yeah so about an hour in yeah um i was watching this movie last night and i took a picture of the screen and sent it to you yeah and that's exactly where I left off last time. That's where I left off the first time. Yeah, I bet a lot of people did. <laughs> <laughs> but not like that's not a bad thing though, because I turn it off because we'll get well. Let's yeah, we'll let's get, yeah. Okay, we'll, so the how the, would you, how would we describe this movie? Well, the the right way to describe this movie is is that a podcast guy goes and gets kidnapped, and then a crazy person performs surgery on him. Yes. Uh, and we'll get into how that develops. What that means. What that means. Yeah. Um, but, Dennis, I want to know from you, what's the worst way to describe this movie? What's the worst way to describe this movie? Oh, yeah. Uh, I know this for sure. This is the worst zoological porno I've ever seen. Um <laughs> That's how I would describe it. A zoological porno that never comes to fruition and a lot of foreplay <laughs> and a lot of... Uh, it's it's a zoological porno that never comes to fruition intersected by really good monologues by like <laughs> some of the biggest actors in the world and also by some actors you've probably never heard of. Yeah. And Haley Joel Osment, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> That's how I would describe this movie. How about you? Uh, I would describe this movie as uh, the longest, worst episode of planet Earth I've ever seen. <laughs> Oh, I wish it was narrated like those like those shows. Oh man, we should do that. I've never watched an episode of any of those. For a guy who smokes a lot of weed, I never watched. As watch. you can see, the as you can see, the walrus, the a majestic walrus. beast. Did it make you All right, well, okay. Let's that's Well, we'll get into it. Just yeah, I don't want to give away too much. Even um, though this movie kind of tells do, you all of I it. I do. It tells you kind of everything up front, but at the yeah. same time it doesn't. Mm. Um I kind of wish, can you imagine seeing this movie if you had just never heard anything about it? That's the experience I want. And I don't think a lot of people have that experience, but yeah. maybe through maybe through it being on Netflix, a lot of people will. I hope, especially people who know the name Kevin Smith, and you're like, oh, I never heard of this, or like, yeah. maybe they saw Red State, the movie he did before this, which was which was also kind of horror based. Red State, Not I bad. love. I thought it was great. I I will say that I don't like the first like 20 minutes of Red State. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a moment in Red State if you've never seen it where it's a bunch of like high school kids and they're talking to each other. And it's almost like Kevin Smith dialogue that feels old. Like it's like it feels like an older person wrote younger Gen people. X writing for millennials. Yeah, it was kind of Gen X writing for millennials, and it annoyed me how like how the kids were swearing mm. and how they were like being gross to each other in a very Kevin Smith way. Yeah, um, where it just felt old hat. But then they get to, in Red State, they get to the preacher guy, and Once I was flips, like, I yeah. am in. Same guy, Michael Park or Michael Parks? <laughs> Michael Parks. Michael Parks, yes, who was also in this movie. Let me double um, check that. Definitely made Michael the Park. film. I'm not sure if it's plural or not. But that was, uh, yeah, like you said, in Red State, once they get to the preacher man, that's when I was sold on the film. There is a scene in Red State that is way too long, in my opinion, where the preacher goes on and on, and even as an, an amazing actor, I was like, we need to wrap this scene up. I actually love that. You love that I part? I was happy to keep watching him. I, I was, couldn't take my eyes off that I guy. had to get through that, but then once I was on the other side of that, and a fantastic ending for Red State, which Michael we won't Parks, reveal. Michael Parks, it's with an S. Parks, okay, cool. So, uh, Michael Parks was also in this movie. He's a great actor. He. I looked up his... Uh, I just like him. I looked up his Wikipedia or his IMDb or whatever after watching this because he seemed to be such... Like, people praised him so much, and I was like, I know I've seen him in stuff, but what have I seen him in? I feel like he's one of those guys, after you look at everything he's been in, he just didn't say no to stuff. Yeah. And he wouldn't say no to stuff, and every once in a while, a really good project would come along, and they'd be like, is Michael Parks available? And he's like, well, I just finished this B-movie. Yeah, I'll do your uh, huge... He was in 146 things. He was working. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, he... um, Sadly, he died... Uh, two years ago. Recently, yeah. yeah this was one of the last ago. things he did. 2017. And uh, as one of his last projects, Was Steven, this the last thing he did? Not the one last, sec. but one of the last. What was the last thing he did? Hmm. Um, no, last, he did a movie called The Gnashing. <laughs> With a G? Yeah. Okay. The Gnashing. <laughs> the Gnashing. <laughs> That's a Jewish uh, monster that eats little kids, Gnashing. Gnashing. The Gnashing. 
Directed uh, by Night Shyamalan. Uh, so I, I do want to ask you, would yes. uh, would you say stream it or don't stream it to this movie? Um, now, I know I already said that I watched half this film. I've seen every Kevin Smith movie, too. I consider myself pretty yeah. decent Kevin Have Smith Have you seen fan. Yoga Hosers? I watched 15 minutes of it, and I think that's more than most people, Stephen, okay? Uh, all right, so I haven't seen everything he's done, but I will make an effort to go see the semi-sequel to this movie, Yoga Hosers, starring uh, Kevin Smith's daughter and, uh, what's his name, Johnny Depp's daughter as well. Who are in this movie. Who are in this movie. I'm going to say stream this movie. I'm kind of surprised that I didn't get through it the last time, because... When I say that I turned it off, I genuinely turn it off because the movie starts to make you feel fucking weird. And it starts to really get under your skin. Yeah. And even though at times it feels like it's not amazingly acted, it suddenly turns itself on its head and it feels very real. And I'm talking about Justin Long's performance too yeah. here where like he plays a great kidnappee. Yeah. Um, yeah, this movie's weird. It's fucking strange. Make sure you watch the whole thing. you got to get to the ending. Uh, yeah, stream this movie. Especially with Halloween coming up. This is a good one. Show it to your friends who have no idea what it's about. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with stream it. Yeah, baby. I'm super surprised that I went with stream it. I, uh, I had not... I, I, I've got a couple little things about the movie that doesn't really matter to me as much. Um, but uh, I'm very surprised that I'm saying stream it. Uh, I don't deal with body horror well. Yeah. And uh, and this really takes it uh, to a place. Well, you're starting to get better, it seems. Um, I'm getting better, but immersion at the same time, therapy. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> but uh, I don't know what I'm trying to. <laughs> for what I reason? For, I don't know for what reason I'm trying to immerse myself. But uh, but yeah, I I think that I think that this and Red State. I would probably say that like my favorite Kevin Smith movies, if I had to rate them. I'd probably go chasing Amy. That's okay. my probably not probably my number one. Mm-hmm. Um, then I would probably say Red State. Really? And then I would probably say Tusk. What over Mallrats and Clerks? I think so. Wow. I think there's just something. It's di- it's directed. So you really did like this movie. It is it's, directed very it's well. Directed very Kevin well. Kevin Smith knows what he's doing. It I know looks, he gets he's the butt of a lot of jokes in Hollywood. Yeah. But even like his movies that whatever didn't do well because this movie didn't do great, but it's shot well. Like there's a reason why Michael Parks did this movie with Kevin Smith. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like people know. I think well no, and I think that like both Red State and th- this is the thing that's happening a lot with comedy these days. Even and, though like, I just said and, Michael Parks will do and anything. Thriller and thrillers and like lots of different stuff is just like i feel like so much stuff these days is done where it's just people standing there and talking and like kevin smith like rode that wave forever where it was like clerks moving on it's just it's a lot of just like yeah yeah, point to camera people are talking Mm -hmm. um this one's this and red state they're cinematic yeah they they really like they feel like like there are moments in it where it's like you're utilizing the camera to do things. You're utilizing light and uh, and motion and stuff like that to really like to bring things together and make it a more cohesive uh, entity where it's not just kind of like scenes packed together. It's like a real like linear strong thing. And I I liked it a lot, and I was really <laughs> surprised. <laughs> You sound like someone who just had like their first homosexual experience. You're like, I'm trying to come to grips with my newfound taste. Look, uh. I'm just, I'm not trying to convince you. I'm not saying it's going to be great for you, but for I'm me, not trying to convince you. It really uh, to let me suck your dick. It really opened up a lot of. But I'm happy if you want to come over and <laughs> if you want to listen. It doesn't make me gay. Who doesn't like to get their dick sucked? All right, let's hit the break and uh, we'll talk about this weird. Yeah, we'll film. be right back. Typical spider, a legion of legs, you know, et cetera, et cetera. It was very small, though. So small, you might even call it itsy bitsy. The itsy bitsy spider crawled up the water spout. Holy shit. Now came the rain and wore the spider out. Let me out of this chair, you fucking psycho! Let me out! Let me ask you a question, Stephen. 
do you think the meaning of life, the question of life is, is it better to be a walrus? <laughs> that was, uh, in my opinion, that was the moment where the movie really just started like, oh, this guy's insane. Because he said, he's like, like, why are you doing this to me? Justin was like, how could you do this? What's the point of this? Why are you doing this? I know you've told this whole ridiculous story about being washed up, blah, blah, blah. But why are you doing this? And the guy said, why did, and does anybody do anything? Because at the end of the day, we all ask ourselves, is it better to be a walrus? And I'm like, oh, this guy's fucking crazy. <laughs> is uh, it better to be a walrus? Michael Parks plays a fantastic, insane person in this. Yeah, he plays a really good, he plays a really good crazy person. He is, uh, when he's in these, elect, like these monologues, mm. I think that's the thing, like when I was mentioning earlier, like I really like Red State and I liked this, is that... Uh, I just like when when Kevin Smith takes his dialogue and makes it serious and does a monologue with it. Yeah. I like it. And you can really play into these characters where it's like there's so many references that this dude drops. Some of them are kind of obvious. Justin Long's character even recognizes some of them. But there was some stuff where I was like, I have no idea what this guy's yeah. talking about. But like Kevin Smith did his research on what this guy would sound like. You yeah. Know? Even for as many tropes as there are out in the world about like old crazy rich guys who've had led crazy lives, it's like this dude takes the cake. He really he does, and he simultaneously is like, I don't know. It's just it's it's uh, it's a strange. This is one of those things where it's like I got to the end of the movie, and then I watched the credits, and they do the thing where they play the podcast where they came up with this idea during yeah. the credits. And I remember hearing that podcast because I've listened to. Smodcast. Do you listen to them weekly? Yeah, I don't. Or used to? I don't. I used to. I, I've I've gained a lot more podcasts along the way because right. a lot more podcasts have started existing. But you listened to that um, podcast like the week it was released. Not the week it was released. It was like a little while later. But wow. I was going back through the backlog of things and like working my way through at one point. And I remember hearing that episode existed. I think that when I started, when I listened to that podcast, they were already like had started they were talking about starting production on the movie yeah in the podcast and i was like i gotta go listen to this like original, where it originally started the, yeah, where yeah. it originally started and i listened to it there and i love that this movie was made on a dare pretty much pretty much yeah and i love that and i love that when you put it in that kind of context uh-huh it makes it so of much like better. No, this was a dare. Yeah. And like if you were to come into this completely cold, just nothing, and then the fucking walrus happens, mm -hmm. you're like even the discussion what? even just him telling the walrus story and the name of the movie is Tusk, you're like, What the fuck is happening? like where what is, is this leading? Where is to? this going? I love the fact this is kinda like uh you know, people with tattoos. Some people are very like, Well, this tattoo means this and I was at yeah. this place Cause, and then other people are like, Oh, I don't know, I just did that. It's like Kevin Smith made Clerks, which is obviously a very personal film to him. It was his first film, blah, blah, blah. Even the next few films are very personal moments of his life. Yeah. He made a movie that related himself to uh, Catholicism, which was super close to him. Oh, Dogma. Yeah, Dogma. I forgot about Dogma. Dogma might be Dogma's my great. Dogma might be my second favorite. Okay. I might bump. Tusk is still in top five, though. Tusk is still in the top five. But then you say, you look at this movie, and it's like the equivalent of someone with a Bart Simpson tattoo being like, yeah, no, I just... One night I was drunk and we were like, how funny it would be to do a Bart Simpson tattoo. And now it's. I feel like it's more like it's more like, uh, you know what it's like is Kit. She has a Porg tattoo. Porg? Yeah. Like from Star Porgy Wars. Invest? No, like Star Wars. Like the episode nine. Remember the little Star birds? Trek. No, Star Wars. Star Wars. The birds oh, yeah. that okay. live on... She has one yeah. of those on her arm. Okay. The reason she has that is because she went on Twitter and she said, if 10,000 people or whatever like this, I will get a pork tattoo. She did one of those? Yeah. And so she did that. And I feel like this movie is that. It is... How funny would it be if like it came out that... Porgs are racist and sexist. Oh like God. two years later, like, oh, I gotta I get would this love covered that. up now. They just rewrote into the thing that porgs <laughs> are like genocidal, <laughs> crazy birds. They moved them to that island because they that were just be killing people. Um, no, but uh, it's taking a flippant idea and taking it super seriously. Yeah, and taking it super. But the thing is, is that this movie takes it super seriously, yeah. and that's what I like about it. The only there's only one scene, honestly, that I really didn't like. Which one? The one scene I didn't like was the flashback scene with uh, with Johnny Depp when he's talking to Michael Parks on the porch. 
You didn't like that. I didn't like that scene because it was just, it was it was too, like wacky in the middle of like fucking crazy happening. Johnny Depp's character does kind of like. And while everything else feels very set in reality, as crazy it is as it is, it's funny how the character who wants to turn someone into a walrus seems more realistic than like the detective, yeah. the French Canadian detective. You know, obviously that's a choice yeah, though, boy. where it's like <laughs> he had the best accent. It, <laughs> yeah, that scene that you're describing, um, I was reading up on it a little bit, and uh, Kevin Smith said that he was so happy to shoot that scene because Michael Parks made the decision to do that kind of a. Uh, mentally afflicted voice where it's like yeah. talking like a child because originally it was supposed to be just him being him again you know yeah and uh he said he was happy michael parks made that decision because now he's got michael parks doing some wackiness johnny depp is doing his craziness and it's just two characters he said just chewing the scenery for a certain amount of time just almost like playing with each other yeah two extraordinary actors on the set of a kevin smith film <laughs> no and i i agree with that i think my problem with it was that it went on too long Eh, it felt, it, I could feel it kind of go like, look at these two guys. <laughs> like, isn't this real wacky? Yeah. And that was what I had a problem with it because it just, it went on for about a minute and a half too long for my taste mm-hmm. where I was like, why is this still, Kevin I remember Smith. looking up, I remember like I was watching it and then I kind of checked out into my phone for a second. Then I came back and I was like, why is this scene still, still talking? I, th- I bet Kevin Smith was just like, listen, this is the bulk of our budget. We're going to put as much of this shit in the movie as possible. I, no, what I think it was, was that he loved it. Probably. And yeah. I could be wrong. But like I like hearing him talk about different stuff is that, and knowing how, like making my own stuff and cutting certain things, is that when you fall in love with a scene that's happening, it's so hard to cut it out. Right. And I think that he looked at this, he looked at the runtime, he looked at all the things, and he was like, I can leave it in. That's interesting. And yeah. he didn't. And I think it's not a long movie either. It's not a long movie. And I think that, I do think that pacing wise, about a minute and a half of that, it just could have been shorter. But I'm sure that he just loved that moment where it's like you got these two great actors doing this wacky, weird character thing. I get it. At the same time, not not quite for me in that moment. The only thing that I felt was a little unnecessary, and maybe maybe not unnecessary, but over the top, was uh, the movie touches on, there's this thing going on where Justin uh, Long's character used to do stand-up, now he's really just doing podcasting, it seems, but like his humor has gone like cringe humor, you know, like he makes fun of people now, yeah. and it's very dirty, or it's edgy, quote-unquote edgy comedy, that sort of thing. But that bleeds into her saying that, like, I know he's cheated on me, and now I cheat on him with you, his best friend that he does the podcast with. Yeah. It just seemed kind of convoluted, and it kind of never came to terms where, obviously, at the fucking weird ending that we arrive at, it's obvious that she is still together with um, Sixth Sense Kid. And Justin Long is going to... Haley Joel Osment. Haley Joel Osment. I'm sorry. Sorry. He's not just the kid from Sixth Sense. Sorry, HJO. Um... (laughs) <laughs> they are remaining together and H-J-O. you know and Justin Long is staying as a walrus and like they're not hiding it from him they come and visit him blah 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 but I don't know just did, did you enjoy that aspect of this whole love triangle thing it feels like it just added drama it gave her a reason to do that crazy long monologue I was fine I was fine with it I think that my problem with it was that there was my my only problem with it honestly was like, I liked the thing of Justin Long was meaner than he used to be. Right. I was fine with that entire yeah. aspect. I kind of got that, yeah. I no. liked that simply on the basis that was, he talks about it where he's like, where he's like, nice me didn't make this much money. Mm-hmm. Nice me didn't have anybody who gave a shit. Nice me, and like, mean me has all this stuff. And all these fans and all this whatever. That I thought was really great because it showed this kind of thing that is like this guy, not only is he kind of a dick to people, but like he didn't used to be this way. And the reason that he wants it is because of popularity. Yeah. Like he became a popular kid. Right. He used to be a nerd who got shit on. Now he's a popular kid and he gets to make fun of people. And and that kind of lends into the entire thing that has happened over the last like 10 or 15 years. That's like the rise of nerd culture or the rise of like podcasting culture and like you can kind of find your niche of people that love you um and become a like a hero among them Mm. 
and he kind of is the hero of dirtbags. Yeah. And I liked that. What didn't make full sense to me was that Haley Joel Osment seemed just as bad. He might not be cheating and stuff like that, but comedy-wise, he's also on the podcast. Yeah, he's one half he's of the podcast. He's also saying terrible shit. He's also laughing at all these stories. He's also laughing at all these people. And so the idea that she was like, the thing I miss about Justin Long is XYZ, I'm finding those things in you, didn't make sense to me. Yeah. The thing of, the thing of he's cheating on me a bunch, I'm cheating with you, and I love you, that made sense to me. You that build was, me up every time. That was fine with me. What didn't make sense to me was was that it seemed like the thing that she desperately wanted was not the thing that Haley Joel Osment would give her, mm. which is a sweet, loving, caring man who doesn't shit on people from the internet. Right. Now, I, I know you know it's him that she is talking about, Haley Joel Osment, when she starts yeah. this big, long monologue, but how creeped out were you when his like pudgy, hairy hand came out <laughs> and reached out to this glorious, lovely woman's face? There was she is so hot, and his hand looks like a fucking truck. <laughs> and I don't say this about people, but oh my God, I was like, this... There was that was pressing the reality there of the was movie for me. Definitely, there was definitely a moment in the entire thing where I was like, "This this girl would woman, not be hanging out with these two dudes." It's not that this. <laughs> no, I think that I think that very attractive women can end up with with like funny people. God, especially. I hope so. Yeah, <laughs> um, I think that funny people win out because we can make people laugh. Yeah, and so it's like. You, if you can make people laugh, if you can have a good time... There's a lot of juice in that. There's a lot of juice in that. And so that made sense to me, but there was definitely a moment in the entire thing where I was like, you're too attractive. Yeah. Like, you're too attractive. You should be cute. You're like, so, really yeah, cute, like, really not cute, not super hot. You're, like, super like, model you're like hot. You're, like, super hot. <laughs> and, like, that took me out of it a little bit because I was like, this super, super hot girl... But she was a good actress, though, too. I'm not great, knocking great. her. Like, no, that monologue, yeah. if anything, I think the monologue was written a little heavy-handed, but she delivered it fantastically. She got the tear going at the exact yeah. right moment. That's not easy to do. Yeah. I kind of wish that the hand hadn't come into the face. <laughs> I kind of wish that they had just cut to that bathroom shot, and yeah. it's like, oh, there's another person here. That was a great shot. That was a great shot. Though, at the same time, by the time that Haley Joel Osment stood up and walked in, I was like, you already knew it was him. Yeah. Like, I knew it was him. Yeah, for sure. And so I took some, I had some problems with that. Mm. Um, also, I wish that there was just a little note that I would have, which is when Haley Joel Osment comes in to brush his teeth and his phone goes off and his ringer is going, I wish that she had said from the other room, who's calling you? And then yeah. he had said nobody and, like, silenced it. Because just the idea that it's, like, like... If I was in my living room and Rachel was in the bathroom and her phone went off and it didn't do anything, I'd be like, hey, who called? Who was that? Like, I would yeah. hear it. Also, um, I thought, like, the phone's on silent like, before they go to bed and he calls them back yeah. and it vibrates. I'm like, you, you would hear that in the other room. <laughs> I, that's, yeah, it doesn't these matter. Are, these, these are small. Are these small are stupid shit. Yeah, stupid shit. No. I, I don't really care. Um, the, let's talk about <laughs> the part of the movie where we both apparently gave up last time. Because it's definitely yeah. a. This movie slowly turns from like pretty funny, because it's pretty funny at the top. Yeah. They, they call this movie a comedy horror, but there's really nothing funny besides uh, Johnny Depp from like one third of the movie through the last two thirds. Once he. Uh, once he collapses. Once what a he great collapses, collapse. That was a great collapse. Great collapse. Once he collapses. Uh, there's nothing. There's nothing there's really nothing funny other than Johnny, Johnny Depp. Depp. Yeah, being he brings weird. little levity, but even he, he is levity, like creepy. But he's creepy funny. Um, it brings, yeah. There's not much funny after that. Other than other than like the funny on people's faces watching it. Yes, absolutely. That was part of it too. As I'm watching this alone, there's no one for me to be like, "What the fuck?" To yeah, you know? I was doing it, the same thing. It must have been really cool to see in theaters because the 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 seal, the seal, the walrus. That Justin that Long gets turned into. I know. How right? dare you? Um, it doesn't look fantastically real, but then you ask yourself, what would? How do I know what that would look? Yeah, like? Yeah, what would that look like? You know what I mean? And I, of course, me sitting there being the analytical asshole, I'm like, well, there, there's a lot more mass on him now than there was before. Where did that come from? But they kind of answer all those questions where it's like, they, first he amputates one leg, and it's yeah. not like he just, it's not like he yeah. puts him under and then he's a walrus ten minutes later. It's like he chops off a leg, he's got to deal with him a little bit, blah blah blah, yeah. chops off another leg, then he's like 
comatose kind of and then eventually you see him as the walrus and it's a very jarring scene because it looks like a muppet it looks like a horror muppet and it's making these noises it is and there's like flash cuts i don't know if that's what you would call it it is one of the it is one of the most terrifying (laughs) monster things we've watched for this podcast we've watched hellraiser yeah we've watched other things <laughs> i can't think of any of them right we've watched lots of stuff we've watched a lot of but shit on this the but like hellraiser had like scary things mm. this was one where i the first time i watched it, i turned it off i was like i can't yeah. do it i can't do it i never I can't get through much it. off i don't think i've ever really turned off anything due to that due to like this is weird and it's making me feel yeah for me it was the house it looked bad but the noises he was making <laughs> Especially like there's moments where Michael Parks is oh like yeah, maybe Michael mocking Parks him, is making some kind of noises like he's communing or is it nostalgic him. communication? Is he and mocking him? We don't know. Justin Long's performance in that where it's just where it's just uh, 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 <laughs> I can't. It's so disturbing. Is Justin Long in the walrus suit too? Like, is that really him? I'm pretty sure. Jesus Christ! I hope so. The commitment. If Kevin Smith, if you listen to this, please let me know whether Justin Long was actually inside. He's come a long way, Justin Long. I know he's not in a ton of stuff, but he's pretty he's, good usually in anything This is he's thing. In. He's great. Yeah. I love him. Even even roles in movies that people don't like very much, like uh like um For Live, the record, free, live free or Die Hard. Okay. Never saw it, but I know um, he's in it. Yeah. He's the computer guy in it. He, he's the computer hackery guy in it. Uh he he is like everybody hates that movie and trashes it as a diehard movie. I, for some reason, I love it. Yeah. And I think the primary reason is because of him. I like watching Justin Long as this nerdy, like neurotic guy interact with Bruce Willis. Like who's just like the coolest, most calm, collected, like asshole yeah. on the planet. And it, and Justin Long interact with him, and I love that movie because of it. And I loved him in I loved him in the movie where they made a college accepted. Oh yeah, and like he's just fun in yeah. everything that he's in. Like it's an, it's a joy to watch him. He does give off that very likable vibe where it's like he'd be a regular guy at a party, but he'd be very so. I don't know. The only thing I remember him from is like the Verizon commercials or Sprint commercials, whatever it was. To me, Justin Long was in commercials, Apple, Apple commercials. <laughs> He was in Apple commercials, and then he was in Dodgeball, and now he did Tusk. That's it for me. That's Dodgeball. all I really know. I, I don't know why I forgot about Dodgeball. Dodgeball completely. is fantastic. Dodgeball is fantastic. That movie is great from and top to bottom. he was great in it. Yeah. All right. Serious question. Social okay. question. Yeah. Kind of like what I led in with. Is it better off to be a walrus? Meaning, you're in this situation. Uh-huh. This guy is going to turn you into a walrus. Uh-huh. Do you kill yourself? Yes. Okay. A hundred percent. Okay, hold on, hold on. A hundred percent within the first, <laughs> within the first five minutes of being alive again uh-huh. and awake, I'm jumping into that water and I'm drowning myself. You're gonna drown it yourself? I'm gonna drown it myself. Oh man, that's bad. That's worse than drowning yourself. Yeah. Uh, okay. What about this? You're turned into the walrus, but your friends uh-huh. show up, and I know uh-huh. in the movie that he killed the guy as a walrus, which was let's talk about that. What the fuck? But. Your friends take you, put you in an animal sanctuary. Do you live as a walrus? No. 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 I should have known your answer. You're the one where you're already like, no. I barely want to live as a person. That's the thing. <laughs> I barely want to be alive now. What if you loved it, though? What if you got those tusks and you were like, you know what? This is a lot more. I don't think I really. I think I identified it as a walrus this whole time. No, I had no. body dysmorphia. No, and no, now with these tusks no, and this no, sweet mustache. No. 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 no I think no. it'd be cool to be a walrus. <laughs> Do you? Do you? Not really? as cool as it would to be a human. Do you, do you <laughs> feel like it's cool life? to be a walrus who, like, on your back, there's just another person's face stitched on? That suit was so fucking creepy. The suit was mad creepy. You know, the only problem that, I, honestly, one of the only problems that I had with that suit. What? Other than it's creepy as fuck. Like, flopping it's, around it's in it, too. Fuck, it's fucking flopping around. big. It's fucking big. It's weird. Um,. The, the only cinematic, like with the movie problem that I had was, was at the end, I wanted it to be more healed. The red, the red stitching parts and it stuff like that. It didn't change at all, yeah. It didn't change at all. It's one year later. Which was probably, it might have been a budget thing or a time thing or whatever. Like, yeah, I get it a as a movie, but it should have been, they should have like, been You guys like, you want me to make another suit? <laughs> they, even if the stitching was still there, they should have mm-hmm. been scars that were healed back up because if he right. was still alive, 
all of that would have healed back. You together. think he could have won her back if he had healed up a little bit? Absolutely. Absolutely. Did you see the size of the speculum? They gave him a tiny little pool. <laughs> they did. Also, how do they explain to like they the man? People are going to come and see this walrus man. Yeah, that didn't. That whole thing was like it didn't quite make sense. It but didn't make sense, time, but it was also touching. Like it was you touching. F- you feel for her. You feel for well, him. Well, no, and when he cries, then you have the moment where you're like, no, he is still in there. He's in there He's for stuck sure. Stuck in there. Yeah. But I mean, if I was stuck in there, I'd fucking kill myself. Yeah, I guess I would too. I'd I don't be know. done. That's how you would do it, though. You drown yourself. It's the only thing I'd have. I'd have a pool. Yeah, I guess so. I would just drown myself. Plus, he's not very good at swimming. That beach ball rolling around on the top oh, of the man. water looks so good. Gives you certain feelings. I don't know what it is. But so scary. They, they, he did a great job on this. He I wish it made more money. Movie. I wonder how it did on like DVD sales and shit. Uh, it to made, my knowledge, it, it, I mean, it did well enough that they made yoga hosers. That's true. Because part of the entire thing with this was, and he talked about it with different people, is that it's like there's a way of making movies where you can... And he's kind of doing it with, um, with uh, Jay and Silent Bob Reboot. Right, I'm excited um, for that. I'll be honest with you. I watched the trailer. It looks fucking yeah, funny. Yeah, no, it looks funny. It looks Teenager fun. in me is like, Yeah, the teenager in me this. is like, let's see this movie. Uh, but he, um, with Tusk, it's like he toured it around and stuff like that and did talks afterwards and did different things. But also what he did with Tusk was that uh, a lot of it was like, if you sell the foreign rights to things, if you sell the DV, like if you sell certain rights to things before you make the movie, where basically you go, I got Justin Long, I got Michael Parks, I got Johnny Depp, you know. True. You, some some salesperson from Europe is like, I can sell that movie to different people in Europe, so yeah. I'll pay you X amount of dollars for it. That's how you get the movie funded, is that you basically like pre-sell a bunch of the rights to yeah, things. You have already made most of the money back, or some of the money yeah, back. Yeah, like I've made most the of budget, the money Because the budget was only $3 million. Yeah. And theatrically, box office, it made back $1.8. Which yeah, probably isn't sure even that, that bad, all things considered. I'm sure that it... Like it didn't do great, but I'm sure that it probably made its money back. Yeah. Um. I mean, they made enough to make yoga hosers. Yoga hosers. I do not think did. I don't think that made its money back. No, probably not. Because did you watch it? I watched probably half. Okay. Which I only turned it off because I was just like, I was tired. Yeah. And then I just never came back to it. I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it. I really want to see. There's a third movie. Do you know about the third movie? Moose Jaws. Moose Jaws. Moose Jaws. Wanna, but it's not out yet, right? It's not a thing yet. It's not he a thing filmed yet, it yet. But it's already the True North trilogy. The True North trilogy. Which is funny. I really do want to see Moose Jaws because especially after seeing this. Yeah. Like Yoga Hosers, I think part of the problem with Yoga Hosers was, was honestly that they were like most of the movie, to my knowledge, from what I saw, they're stuck in that convenience store. Yeah. And, like, even though Clerks takes place all in a convenience store, it just didn't... It was, like, an action movie that was taking place in a convenience store. Like, weird sci-fi thing taking place in a convenience store. And I wanted it to be other places. As far as tough sales go, this is already a very tough sale. And then to be like, all right, yeah, but the next movie is about those two teenage girls at the convenience store and Bratwurst turns into mini-Nazis. That's I'm pretty sure that's Yeah, it, that's, right? like, what happened. That's, then. like, a sci-fi channel movie. That's Yeah, that's, like, you know? a real... Like if Sci-Fi Channel and Comedy Central joined at the hip and we're like, we yeah. need to make a TV movie, that's what it would be. Probably. But I also love that. I love that. Like, to to go out on a limb and be like, how about we just fucking do this? Like, yeah. this movie's inspiring for people to be like, and I'm sure Kevin Smith would say this, and he's I've heard him say it, where it's like, hey, if you want to make a movie, go make a movie. Like, no yeah. one's gonna stop you. It's gonna be hard, but like, this make is a the, movie. This is the kind of thing where it's like. Where it's like, what this reminds me of is like, um, and I kind of want to see what would happen, is like, I feel like this is what would happen, this is the kind of movie that would happen if the Duplass brothers decided to make like a, like a, like monster a movie? monster movie. Ugh. Like, that's the kind of thing. I still don't know if I like the Duplass brothers or not. I am half, I'm, I'm like half and half, I like one Duplass brother. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, right. Uh, I'm half and <laughs> half on the Duplasses. No, uh, the the Duplasses, uh, much like Kevin Smith, much like many different people uh, that make stuff, I always want to see what they do. I don't. I might not like it. I might not love it. It might not be my favorite thing. It it's might not always be a curious. But idea. I want to see what happens. Yeah. And I want to see what they talk about. And I want to see what they do. They did. Because it's always a, a curious, fun thing. They did Jeff Who Lives at Home, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, see, that's probably their most rooted film. I feel like usually there's some sort of weird little uh, hook on a lot of their movies. That movie I enjoyed quite a bit, though. That's It's kind of all about the ending, 
Yeah. But when you get there, it's worth it. It was pretty good. I I don't know. There's there's something about just like it is fun to watch filmmakers just like go fucking do a thing they don't usually do. Mm. And I feel like that's one of the things with Red State and with this that I really like is that it's like uh, it becomes that moment where I'm like, oh, you're starting to use the camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're starting to like. Well, he he used the camera in really Jersey go. Girl. I don't know if you saw Jersey Girl. I did see Jersey Girl, and I think Jersey Girl is not nearly as bad as people lay it out to be. I don't think it's bad. It just wasn't really for me, especially at the time it came out. Yeah. Like at the time it came out, I was like, Kevin, what are you what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Where are the dick jokes? Where's the pot humor? You know. I think. Well, no. He was I like, think it's common. Clerks obviously, too. obviously, one of the things that Jersey Girl suffered from was just Ben and. J-Lo were in the movie together. And they're in the movie together for five minutes and then she dies. But the 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 real like crux of that movie, which has stuck with me for a very long time. First of all, there's two things that I love about that movie. One George Carlin. George Carlin. Yep. George Carlin just being a dirty slash sweet slash lovable old man. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. It's great. I just I love George Carlin. We all want him to be our grandpa. I I all want yeah. If I could have George Carlin be my grandpa, I would be so happy but um but grandpa what's the, wi- the other pi- thing wi-fi pass shit piss fuck cunt cocksucker <laughs> motherfucker and tits and tits yes um but the other thing that i loved about that movie was was nobody ever talks about nobody ever makes the movie of what happens if your wife dies during childbirth and now you have a kid yeah and i really that there was some stuff in it that I didn't like or that I did like, and there's some cameos that are like, why is this here or why is that there? Or like, you know, this is a weird like plot device that you're deciding to use. But the reality that it comes down to is something like Jersey Girl is, is that it's like, no, this is the story of like, and I've thought, I'm terrified that, and it's a weird like thing to be real worried about, mm-hmm. but like I am really like have a deep rooted fear that like me and Rachel will have a kid and she will die during childbirth, and then I'll just have this kid. I have a fear that you and Rachel are going to have a kid, and while she's having the baby, you die, and I have to step in and take care of Nibbler and this baby. Non-sexual. <sighs> just <laughs> just got to take care of the baby and Nibbler, though. Like, for some reason, you signed something, I like the, and, like, I like the hospital you decided, calls me. I like that you decided without <laughs> talking to me that you that you are my child's godparent. It's okay. And that oh, yeah, that is what a godparent to me, does. You have to take care of my kid. I forgot about that. Why can, the fuck would I pick? No, I'm kidding. I can handle the dog. I can't handle the baby, yeah. You would if if I would if I just turned around for like ten minutes, <laughs> you would just steal my dog. Probably no, I wouldn't because because she sheds. Oh, okay. That's why I love your dog for one hour at a time. Okay, if I, I had you. to watch your dog, I could get over it. Don't worry. I got I've swept these floors. I totally understand. Oh yeah, no, it's there's that's, I've been allergic floors, to dogs. I slept the floors. I slept. I swept my floors this week, and I could have built another dog. Ugh, I don't know how they do it. That's my only problem with dogs. I love dogs. Have always loved dogs. Allergic to them though. Yeah. Even hypoaller- my own dog at home, hypoallergenic. And I, I lived out of the house for a long time. I'm back out of the house again. Hey. But, but when I was out of the house like for a long enough time and I'd go ladies, and visit my dog. Dennis is out of his ladies, parents' house. New basement, ladies. Uh, oh, that is not the thing you say to ladies. New unfinished basement, ladies. Two sleeping bags. Um, <laughs> <laughs> double plied cardboard on the floor. I sprang for it. What was I saying? No, just that I'm so allergic to dogs that even hypoallergenic dogs like will set me off. So, but I would make an exception for a little nibbler sleeping behind me. What was the point of the fight? That's the only thing that kind of took me out of left Which field. Which fight? The fight between Michael Parks and he was like, "You've reached this level where now I am also going to wear a walrus suit and we will fight." That was that was weird. I think that the just what, seemed like a way to end him, you know, end well, his character. Well, no, I mean, part of it is that it was part of the conversation that they had on the podcast. Oh, okay. That was part of it. Was as the walrus, you got to kill the guy because they got to fight about the. They taught like that's part of it. So that got put in the story. I think that when you broaden out and you go, what was that about? It was that Michael Parks killed was a human who killed the walrus. Because he used his human abilities uh, to kill the, the actual walrus, yeah. Mr. Tusk. And in that moment, what he wanted to do was give... He wanted to level the playing field because he felt so bad about killing Mr. Tusk. 
he wanted to level the playing field <coughs> and be a walrus as well. That in that moment, I'll be a walrus and then let's fight. I love that you look at it so intensely and really like are watching it. Because I'm just like, what the fuck is this? You're like, well, I guess if you think about it. Well, no. And then in the moment when he pushes out of the walrus suit uh-huh. and he's no longer there, now Mr. Tusk has the upper hand. Yeah. And and kills him. Mm. And so like... And, and so ultimately that's that what moment, he wanted. And that's what he wanted, and that's the consistent thing. I thought one of the things that I thought was really interesting was when Justin Long gets dragged into the water to have to swim the first time, and he sees the other dead person walrus underwater. That was the moment in the movie where I was like, okay, I think I really like this, Mm. where it's like, this isn't this, like, first time he's done this. No, yeah, yeah. This This isn't practice round. This is like, I've been doing this. I've been trying to have a walrus, <coughs> a walrus human hybrid for a long time. I've been looking for a worthy competitor. Because <laughs> um, at first, I mean, I kind of yeah. got the vibe. It was more like, I want a companion and I want my walrus back. But it was really like he was trying to make good. Well, he was trying to make good, but he also, he did mention, he mentions it kind of offhandedly where he's like every 15 years he does this thing. Yeah, and yeah. so like maybe he's been doing this for a very long time. Yeah, well, but Depp says he's like, I've been following him for nine years. Something like that. Well, yeah, but he's crazy. been following him for like nine or 10 years or whatever. But. He, he says that he's been doing it for 50, every 15 years he does He's an thing. old man now. And he's this an old happened man when now, he was like in his young 20s. Yeah. Or like so a like, teen even. I don't know. It's just, it, it's such a, it's such a dare of a weird movie. Yeah. But it's done well. Do you think you could kill a walrus on an island if you had to? No. I don't think I could either. I mean, emotionally I think I could, but physically, no. Look at you, you fat fuck. You're just a walrus. You don't even brush those tusks. You no. should be ashamed of yourself. Are you talking to me? No, I thought this is. You said I asked I if you could kill a walrus, and you were like emotionally. I, like yes. I said I said emotionally, yeah, I could do it, and then I said physically I couldn't, and then you started calling me fat. <laughs> That's what I got out of that. I thought you meant you would emotionally de- Dennis, undress this walrus. I'm I'm emotionally unspooling right now. <laughs> I yes, I have gained weight, but I have Listen, lost thirty pounds you're in not the last a few months, and I, know I feel you brush, much better. I know you brush your teeth. I've noticed the weight loss. I should have mentioned you, it, ladies you, and gentlemen. Stephen, looking very taut. That's not true. I'm still I'm still chubby, but all right. Let's wrap this up. <laughs> this this delight of a uh, yeah. I was you didn't answer it. Would you live as a walrus? I think it depends on what. Like, could I move as well as a walrus? Couldn't the wa- like how well did this operation? Let's go? say that you got better. Like, if it. I'm an anamorph and I get stuck in the body of a walrus and I still got my human mind. But I can enjoy eating mackerel because God, I can you brought it back to animorphs. Always again. animorphs. <laughs> always animorphs. Jake, Cassie, Axe, Marco, Rachel. <laughs> um, <laughs> go, go on. I think I'd give it a shot. I think I'd give it a shot. But like, if my friends aren't visiting me all the time, <laughs> I'm gonna kill myself. Yeah, that it just. The ugh. thing too, they go to Oof. visit this friend of theirs. They don't who even was get close. A lover and a best friend, and they're like, "Yeah, we brought you a fish. We we still think you every day. See you later. All right, bye." <laughs> like it didn't feel very real. It yeah. felt real, but it was. I don't know. I guess it what felt else real, can you but do? It, what else can you do? It's like visiting like a dying grandparent where it's like i can only see him for a half hour at a time otherwise i get horny no you get you know wow yeah i'm sorry whoa i know i've been yeah uh got a thing for wrinkles (laughs) hey if i'm a walrus you're an old person come on we can uh ladies did your husband die recently of old age because dennis would like to saddle up in there wow I'm just trying to help you out, buddy. I appreciate the help. There's plenty of fish in the sea, you know? For a walrus like me. For a <laughs> walrus like you. Does my be- Maybe my favorite part of the movie is when M- Michael Parks is just quoting uh, Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner. There's something about a real thespian performing like a real classic thing that like, yeah. ooh, it just still just sends chills down your spine. He's just really good. He's really good. The only thing that I, the only choice and little thing that he did that I didn't like was... When he was in the wheelchair, how he crossed his legs. He like, crosses his leg, mm-hmm. but he doesn't pick up the leg to move it over. Oh, I think that was... I mean, well, like you said, it was a choice. But for sure, that's when I go, oh, is this guy... Because there's people in wheelchairs no, 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 who can do that. There, I, know that there's people, like, I know that there's people in wheelchairs that can do that. I know that that's a thing that they can do. I just wish mm-hmm. that they had had the moment where it was just a little struggle 
for it where he had but he was acting it so well against Justin Long that when he pick, that he would pick up his leg and put it over to to make the 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 look of that he would cross his leg so that it really felt like for that entire section I can't walk I can't walk I can't walk I can't even move my legs I can't do anything with my legs surprise I'm standing up I forget did Justin Long was he already knocked out when he crosses his legs or was this the second time in the uh it was the second time in the he his See, legs that's were probably why before. he did I th- I think that the, it's a good choice because He's already got Justin Long where he wants him. He doesn't really okay. have to keep up this facade as much. Okay. Justin Long's also dopey from drugs. He's like, I'll just cross my legs. I don't know. I can that. understand that. But it, I think that just as a viewer, I would have liked that moment where sell. it's like the sell. He's selling of just it like, more. I like that he's not selling it as much anymore because it also makes me go, oh, I don't know if this guy's as bad as he says he's. And then when he stands up later, you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. That was great, too. Just to stand up, walk over, slap him, go back and sit down. Yeah. <laughs> Powerful move. I don't know. I like this movie. I think this movie is more accessible than uh, a lot of people might I think. think. It's, uh, considering the amount of other movies that exist that people are all about. Yeah. All things considered. If you could believe Crazy Rich Asians, yeah. you could believe Tusk. There was, a, there was a level of this. I don't know why. I think it was the podcast thing. I think it was also just like certain little moments in it. It kept making me think of Pontypool. Well, this Canadian. This made me There's think of a couple. It made me think of Get Out. Know. Because there's that kind of that thing of like yeah being like in the being stuck somewhere being stuck being somewhere stuck thing um shit I forgot actually yeah it reminded me of Get Out it reminded me of a couple movies from like the last few years yeah that I'm not saying they drew from this but I think that Tusk kind of did a lot of things that these movies wanted to aim yeah. for before they got to it but they were taken a lot more seriously and probably rightfully so I mean you can only take a horror movie oh, no, this like is this thing. so seriously. This, this is the thing is is that high concept level, mm-hmm. this is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. It's absolutely ridiculous. But I liked it. They execute well. They execute well. Yeah. And I liked it. Yeah. Like I said, I really only like all of the different scenes. The only thing I really had any moment with where I was like... The leg cross. Come on. No, no, no. Was, <laughs> That's where you turned it off the first time, the leg yeah. cross? <laughs> uh, he can move his legs. No, uh, it was that scene. It was the flashback scene yeah. with Johnny Depp and, and Michael Parks. So that I just, I, it just went on a little bit too long. Yeah, I hear that. It did go on a little too long. Everything else but I was still, like surprisingly into. Yeah. Good pacing. There, You're in the movie. Real you're in quick. the movie. Like 15 minutes in, you're kind of like, oh, here we are. Like, let's, yeah. Let's get moving. Um, I don't know. I'm still stream it. I'm still. Say, I'm at stream it. I'm surprised I'm at stream it. It's October. Where will be when but this yeah. airs? It's October. Watch a horror movie you've never seen before. We're gonna be doing horror movies all month, starting yeah, with be this. Doing I horror guess movies all month. Yeah, we'll um, start with this. So cool. Uh, find us on Instagram. Find us on Twitter. Find us on Facebook. Yeah, find us everywhere. Subscribe, rate, review anywhere you get your uh, podcasts. I'm Dennis Rooney. Again, the stand. Comedy Club Wednesday, October second, nine thirty. Buy tickets that hopefully will sell out. Uh, Stephen, uh, yeah, I'm Stephen, and uh, you know, check us out everywhere that he just said. Uh, download the Vert app, VRT, uh, in the App Store, and uh, check out uh, Minis is coming soon, and then uh, so is a taste of the air. Cool. Everybody say goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.